This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Welcome to Cosmopolitan's All The Way With. I'm Pacey Gilmore. And I'm Laura Capon. And this week we're joined by James, who's going to talk about his experience having a micro penis. And in the meantime, Elsie, are we yeah. going to talk about what's to come for the next four weeks at least? Lockdown 2.0. How are you mm. feeling, PG? She's back and she's... What was I going to say? <laughs> Ignore that. <laughs> she's back and she's badder than ever. <laughs> Never, that's what I was going to say. It's like the sequel. Um <laughs> I feel really blue about it, actually. What about you? I did feel really blue, but I'm feeling a bit better mm. this week. On the okay. weekend and on Monday, Monday I felt really, like, weirdly teary. Yeah. But today I'm feeling a bit better. And um, I actually messaged some of my friends because I thought it'd be nice how, if we could talk about some of the ways that we're going to, like, beat the lockdown loneliness yeah, that I'm really sure nice. we're all... Um, experiencing. So I think I'm going to cheer you up with some of the things my friends are doing. Okay. So my friend Rose, who I feel like is a lockdown pro, her favourite thing to do is to watch a film at the same time as her friend or your partner or whoever. So she says you pick a time and that also means you don't like carry on working like, no, it's this Mm. time. And you literally press play at the same time and then you just like chat about the film. Obviously, if it's like a film you really want to watch, you don't it's not but you know like if you were just watching something stupid yeah and what are you messaging or are you on facetime or messaging or facetime would be too long they just like okay. well, whatsapp um cute my other friend is doing a bike ride because you're allowed to meet one person outside mm-hmm. for who's not in your household right so she's doing yeah. um a bike ride with her friend which is oh, quite I'm nice i'm doing that with my friend marie on saturday as well see so i think there are like things that we can do. I've also been having mm-hmm. a daily, in the first lockdown I did this, I did a fail, <laughs> I did a daily phone call um, with my friend and I'm going to carry Aww. that on like, every day. And we said we couldn't like break the chain. And I think that's a good way to check in on people that you're maybe a bit worried about as well. Mm-hmm. So what, you take it in turns to call each other, you don't speak to the same person every day. Um, so yeah, we take it in turns. Oh, that's and good. Then, and yeah, it's not I'd, like I'd, say I'd run out of things to say. Yeah, and it's only like some nights. Honestly, it would be like ten minutes, but it's just oh, okay. it more just becomes that thing of like you don't want to be the one that that breaks it. Yeah, that's nice. I like that. Um, but I'm yeah, so I'm trying to be basically a bit more positive, and I'm also trying to think of all the things that I said I'd do in the first lockdown and never <laughs> did. So you're going to laugh. Oh but God. I re- <laughs> I really want to follow along to a Bob Ross painting 
don't no, ask me that's what, so cute don't ask me why so i've literally ordered a canvas i've yeah. ordered my oil paints i've ordered a palette knife because you know he uses like a knife quite yeah, a lot yeah. for the trees and i'm buzzing about it i didn't order an easel because it just felt like i was spending a lot of money yeah yeah <laughs> You can upgrade to the easel if you turn out to be a natural. Exactly. Um, couldn't believe how expensive painting supplies were, though. Oh, really? But, like, I'm genuinely, like, I'm just waiting for that delivery to come. Oh, that's such a nice thing to do. So oh, is that really... kind of... Yeah, you're really going for it. You're leaning into lockdown, and I think that's probably the best way to deal with it. I've, and also, I feel like, because we know it's, a, well, hopefully just the month this time. Mm. Um, and, yeah, I'm just trying to see it as, like, doing all those things I didn't do. And even if I don't do those things, I don't know just just pretending to be bob ross for the day you know <laughs> are you gonna wear a curly wig oh i should have ordered one as well yeah you really should and get a done. pet squirrel from the garden <laughs> <laughs> um well <laughs> sounds dangerous um so i live with three other people so unfortunately i don't have the um option to be lonely in fact it's the opposite I, it's too much um, but we, <laughs> we've decided um our challenge as a house for the next four weeks is we're all going to learn how to do the splits oh i've seen quite a few people doing that like yeah. basically doing you can do splits training right or yeah, makes yeah me... you do it like incrementally oh, i can feel um, the growing pain i can't wait um and so by hopefully 2021, when we can go back to having parties, that's going to be my party trick. Oh, my God. How mm-hmm. far can you split now? Currently can't touch my toes, Laura. <laughs> so so you, you can just do a, a wide stance. <laughs> yeah, a lunge. <laughs> See, I, I just feel like when else would you learn the splits, you know? Exactly. I'm a busy woman. I haven't got time to split. Do you have to, like, lube your thighs up? I hope No, so. I guess they're not slipping against one another. I mean, mine would be slipping against one another. Yeah, mine would be too right at the top. Just stop. make you stretch out. I'm doing it now. Mm. I'm sitting on the floor and doing, you know, like a teddy bear sit. Yeah. It's probably too much, isn't it? Probably we should just <laughs> stop this intro much, now. <laughs> should we um, meet James? <laughs> yeah, let's meet James. Today we're joined by James not his real name and we have disguised his voice who has in his own words a very small penis he says this makes him feel sexually worthless as does seeing body shaming comments relating to penis size online and in pop culture every day welcome james thank you nice nice to be on <laughs> it's nice thank to you have so much you. for coming and i feel like this is a, like a, it's a very sensitive topic so thank you for kind of coming on and sharing your experience oh. Thank you for inviting me on. Oh. Um, how old were you when you realised your penis was smaller than average? Um, I, w- I would say I must have been at least 14 um, because it it was kind of during like PE lessons at school. Obviously, you'd see the other boys kind of getting bigger and it became sort of quite obvious to me that I was a lot smaller than... Well, it seemed like all of them. I don't know if it was all of them, but it seemed like it at the time. And so... I was so embarrassed about it to the point that when we'd come back in from PE outside, obviously the expectation was you'd then shower with all the other boys. Yeah. I just remember I did that once or twice, and eventually I decided to just pretend that I'd had a shower after the PE lesson. I honestly didn't know how I got away with it. Nobody ever picked up on it. Uh, but I'd, I'd mm. you know, get, get me... Get me Pick it off, get back, change into my normal clothes, make a you know point of getting my towel out my bag. But how I never got picked up for not getting in a shower, I honestly don't know. 
<laughs> that PE yeah. changing room thing, though, like, I have hideous memories of changing yeah, rooms yeah. in PE. I do think, like, that age as well, you're so vulnerable. And I feel yeah. like teachers, I don't know, I hope it's different now, but I feel like they were so um, insensitive to it as well. <laughs> I, yeah, I think so. Yeah, like, I remember like it's in the girl. I mean, I don't. Obviously, it's different, but I know in the girls one, like mm-hmm. some of the girls would go in the toilets, and, the, and like the PE teacher would be like, "Get out of the toilets, girls!" And you just think, oh, yeah. you know, like everyone is obviously feeling, yeah, like we're all going through puberty. God damn it! <laughs> I mean, like, like you said, it might be different now, but I don't know how it wasn't how 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 it ever kind of became a thing. Like, how did teachers not know? Or- or parents kind of not realise that this might be uncomfortable for some people. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it can be quite, like, scarring and traumatising yeah. for people, can't it? Had you decided, like, oh, I don't want to shower in front of the other boys because I feel um, uncomfortable, or was it that people made comments or anything, or was it just kind of in, uh, your, in your head? It was mainly in my head at that time because um, although there was a lot of penis jokes around at that time, I I wasn't particularly mm. um, what I would say kind of like sexually aware. I wasn't like thinking about women or girls in that way until I was about probably about sixteen actually. It was only might be a little bit unusual, but but mm-hmm. um, it was more at that point for me. My insecurity was main was purely just a physical thing that they all were all bigger than me, and they always kind of used to make penis sized jokes, but I didn't attach that to sex at that point. I was just okay. I'm going to get humiliated if they see this mm-hmm. kind of thing. And also, I had a second issue because I'm quite a skinny person as well. Um, I do remember um, when I when uh, another couple of boys see me naked, and um, they did. I can't remember exactly what they said, but they did. They did mock my chest because um, I've got what's called an asymmetrical skeleton. It's not as bad as it sounds. It just means that, that because I haven't worked out or built myself up, it means I've got a bone that slightly protrudes in my chest. Because I'm skinny, um, I think maybe like guys have kind of got, or a lot of guys, I don't want to sort of class everybody the same, but a lot of guys have kind of got the opposite problem to women. Women want, often want to lose weight. Men, uh, when you're a teenage or, or in your 20s, mm. often kind of want to put it on and, and build themselves up. And I didn't go through the process of building myself up because it just wasn't something I wanted to do. But at the same time, it made me feel insecure, if you see what I mean. Yeah, I think <laughs> I don't it's... Under- if that makes sense at all. Yeah, and understanding that men have body confidence issues yeah. just as much as women do. Um, and it's yeah. just not um, spoken about as kind mm. of widely. Um, so to kind of... Sorry to be so blunt, James, but how um, big is your penis? It's just under four inches. Uh, it does sort of vary for some reason, but it's between, you know, the most I've measured it at is four inches, but I have measured it at three inches before, but I don't know if that's because I made a mistake. Um, and some, I'm guessing that's when it's erect? That's erect, yeah. When, yeah. It's, when, it's, when it's flaccid, uh, God, it must be less than an inch. Okay. I think. Yeah. And... Um, I guess have you looked into like what's the UK average and yeah I've I've looked into it probably way more than I should have done <laughs> and Aww. the UK average as it happens is slap bang in the middle of what the world average is according to studies who knew which is oh. and, and the, the averages do vary actually actually quite 
quite a lot between nations for whatever reason. But the UK yeah. average, um, the last time I checked, was 5.2 inches. And is that erect as well? That's erect, yeah. I don't know what <laughs> okay. the classic average is, but the erect average yeah. is 5.2 inches, which, which is around about the world average. <laughs> I'm laughing, James, because um, yeah. you said you've looked into it a lot. <laughs> you definitely <laughs> have, haven't you? Giving off like yeah. all the worlds, all the counties. <laughs> 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 I love that. You hear in like mainstream media, I'm thinking maybe the tabloids, the term micro penis a lot. Is that a term that you like? What do you think about that term? Do you think, like, is, uh, do you have to take any issue with it? Or I do, but I don't actually. My size isn't a is, um from a clinical perspective, isn't classed as a micro penis. But on, on behalf okay. of guys that do have a micro penis, I have an issue with it because. I don't think it's, it adds anything. It's not kind of mm-hmm. helpful to put that label on those guys that do have... I think a micropenis is, is less is two and a half inches or less, if I'm not mistaken. Okay. I don't know why it adds to kind of when people refer to them as having a micropenis, because I can imagine... Because, because small is considered bad, micro, mm. God, I mean, it's considered even worse. Yeah, it's like a qualifier that you don't need. It's like almost implying that it doesn't count as a penis because yeah. you're adding the term micro. Yeah, I see Yeah, it's that. kind of like putting them in a... I'm, I'm already considered a, in a you know, bad inverted commas bracket. They're, mm-hmm. like, considered even worse. Yeah. For whatever reason. Yeah, it's, it's just... Yeah, it's just a kind of unnecessary label. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I know, James, you said you were about 16 when you kind of started to think in, like, a sexual way, I guess. Yeah. What was your first sexual experience like? My first sexual experience was actually um, in my early 20s, and it was it was with a, a university girl who I'd met online, and we kind of struck up a bit, you know, a few conversations. And Flirting? Yeah. And <laughs> Flanter, I believe yeah. the kids are calling it. <laughs> <laughs> They're not, are they? <laughs> and it was horrendous. The reason being, um, because I, I, first of all, I, I was obviously completely inexperienced, and I, and I will say that my, my my sexual experience is extremely limited, anyway. But like now, mm. it's limited. But now I have knowledge that that I didn't have then, which might have might have helped me. But mm. just to kind of describe what happened, um, I remember getting undressed. I remember she, you know, she obviously looked down and. She put. Her, she kind of giggled, put her hand to her mouth, and said, "Okay," like as if she's kind of, you know, what am I, What do I do with this kind of thing? And I don't want to criticise her because, you know, I, I guess it was obviously a difficult situation for her as well. She, I mean, she was actually very experienced sexually, whereas I, that was my first, you know, experience. Mm. But it was pretty obvious that she didn't expect it, and she didn't know kind of how to deal with it. When it came down to the business of me trying to penetrate. I remember her saying, you know, constantly, is it in yet? Which, you know, when I mm-hmm. kept her in that, I just wanted the ground to, like, open up and swallow me, if you see what I mean. Mm. Oh, no, I bet. Like, sex with a, pers- a new person for the first time is so awkward anyway, and to have that on top of it is, like, I don't know. Yeah, I totally understand, James, because you're so vulnerable in that moment. And also, it's obviously something you were insecure yeah. about anyway and that's kind of reaffirming your mm. biggest yeah, fear it's like oh, it's mm-hmm. come true. And, I, and I did actually try to give her an oral but she didn't get anything from that whether it's because my technique was bad or whether it's just not her thing mm. I don't know but she didn't get anything from that And it's your first time it's though yeah. yeah 
I'm still bad at oral. And <laughs> <laughs> it's the main thing I have to do. <laughs> and I felt kind of so bad for her that I, that I did something else that I now regret because it makes me feel ridiculous. But because I felt kind of so bad that she didn't get anything out of the experience. I remember um, a few days later, I went to a shop and bought a box of, of chocolate after eights. And uh, I walked a couple of miles Aww. to her flat to give them to her as a, as a way to say, well, as a bit both as, a, as a, an apology, but also just to thank her for, for being intimate. But looking back on it now, it just makes me feel ridiculous because, like, how would that make up for you? Oh, James. <laughs> no, no, no. It's like, well, to us, I guess Laura's going to say the same. Like, you shouldn't need to apologise. Yeah. I don't know. Is that what you were thinking, Laura? Yeah, the fact... Just what a lovely person you are. I just. Oh, thank you. <laughs> I, I'm just sad that you even feel that that's embarrassing. Yeah, it's just just that awkward, you know. Yeah. Had you told her beforehand? Had you said, "Look, I have a, a small penis," or was it something that you decided you didn't want to um, say? It, 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 well, it, it's, the amazing thing is, and this is going to sound incredible in retrospect, given now what I see here and experience every day on on social media and people working in TV and films. I see, see like. D- the way people talk about small penises every day. But then, the only insecurity I had about having a small penis was not wanting other men to see it, because I'd only heard boys making jokes about it at school. And it sounds incredible now, but at that point, I wasn't aware, or I don't remember being aware, that it would be an issue for women. (laughs) And now I see it as being a bigger issue for women. I don't know how I missed it until that point. (laughs) I guess it just changed, because you hadn't been around women in that sense. Yeah, probably, yeah. Maybe that's what it was. Yeah, and I guess in some ways that reaction is almost more cruel in that situation. Yeah, it was just... Um, So did this kind of stop you enjoying sex? Was it like, I know you said you haven't had many sexual experiences. Um, Is that one of the reasons that it's just not enjoyable for you? Yeah, there's two or three reasons, but that is one of the reasons why... I just don't even attempt to get into sexual relationships with with people now. So I, I know I know everybody like faces rejections or, or cruel comments about different you know a whole heaps of different things. But knowing myself the way that I do, I I just know that it'd probably make my mental health plummet if if I experienced something else like that. But I, I'm not saying that it's right that I I'm not saying that you know other guys should follow my lead and and not open themselves up in that way but I just don't know how I would deal with that (laughs) so do you kind of just you don't do dating or anything as a way of like protecting yourself from that rejection I I just completely avoid it now have you had any um good sexual experiences James not involving penetration um I've had one or two because I did experiment um we visited a dominatrix a couple of times. Cool. We love yeah, that. Was we cool. had the dominatrix show. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was quite cool. I, and I enjoyed that. But um, I guess it doesn't really replace kind of having a sexual relationship, or at least not for me anyway. But, but I did enjoy it, though. Yeah, I did enjoy it. So would you be, like, if it wasn't for the fear of rejection or for safeguarding your mental health, would you want to have, like, an intimate relationship with someone? I think so, yeah. I think so, because um, I am a very... I, Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. 
I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Instinctively, I'm a very, what I would say, a very sexual being. Is in an organ life is something I think about every day. Um, mm. Not constantly, but like, you know, most people, I, I get attracted to people, but um, I just never act on it. I just maybe I just think too far ahead. I think, but yeah. but I am a, quite a sexual being. I think we can all relate to that as well. Yeah. It's like catastrophizing, isn't it? You're like, oh, yeah. well, if we get on, then we're going to have to have sex. Then that might happen. It's yeah. This is avoidant <laughs> behaviour. <laughs> um, are there any um, positives you would say about having a micro penis? Like you were saying, learning other techniques. Because I guess it's always just seen as negative. But what's the flip side to that? Yeah, it is. It is, it is always seen as negative. Um, the unfortunate thing is that no matter how much research they do into it, you don't really find much positive talk about small penises. But but one thing I have seen a few women say online is is that. I don't know if this is a positive thing or not, actually, but they often say they don't want a big penis because big, you know, a big penis can hurt them, it can hit the back of the cervix, I think. So they'd prefer a penis that's not big, but it doesn't necessarily mean they want the small, actually. <laughs> also, I guess there's other things, though, apart from actual sex, because I don't want to go back to your after-eights, because I know you're <laughs> embarrassed by it, but I think in some ways it has it made you a kind of more kind of thoughtful person well, um, uh, do you know what I mean it yeah. makes you kind of be more empathetic yeah absolutely and, and, and the funny thing is that even though I've got you know very little sexual experience I've, I've read a lot about different techniques and I, and I know what I would do now if I was in that situation because I'd be perfectly happy you know to do oral or to do whatever any sexual partner would want to, to satisfy them and I'm also kind of aware that I think it's some, somewhere between, and correct me if I'm wrong, but I think it's somewhere between 70 to 80% of women don't orgasm from penetrative sex anyway. Is that, isn't that right? Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Spot on. Oh, we talk about it all the time. We do. So why why all this emphasis on having a big penis when yeah, that's one no offence, you don't really need them? really confuses me. So, so I've I've kind of researched oral sex and and also um, you know using your tongue and and your fingers and, and I hear about new thing, new kind of techniques all the time. Mm-hmm. So I, I would probably feel better prepared now, but 
but the other part of me just doesn't want to put myself in that situation. Yeah. But I, I do. I will say, you know, any guys out there that are willing to put themselves in that situation, if you if you do care about the person that you're with, you know, if you care about the woman or whoever that you're with, I think you should be, you know, willing to do whatever you need to do to to help that person. Orgasm, if, if you, you know, if you're in a relationship with them, I mean. Do you know what I find interesting is because, like, to generalise, which we know it's not all men, but most men historically have not really cared about the other person's pleasure. It's been quite yeah. about their own. You haven't really told us, like, how you feel about you not getting your sexual pleasure. It's it's kind of been about how, you know, you've, you've felt bad for the woman because she didn't enjoy it. But, like, what about you and your pleasure? Yeah, I guess I don't actually... I haven't actually think about that too much because <laughs> <laughs> you deserve it too <laughs> I, don't, I mean I, I don't know if it's because I don't put myself in that position that maybe it doesn't hasn't become like a consideration but perhaps if I was putting myself in that position then maybe I, I would consider myself as well I suppose but mm. I just always try to have empathy you know and I, even even if even in not, not even just in sexual situations, but in any situation, if some kind of even when somebody wrongs me in some way, I always instinctively kind of think, oh, you know, is there a reason for it? Or or if we get like bad service in a shop, I think, oh, you know, maybe they're having a bad day or whatever. But you know, when it comes to sex, and I've and I've read actually, I've I've read about you know a lot of guys not really caring about what the woman gets out of it. Yeah. And I and I really don't I don't understand why why they wouldn't care. It just I suppose the way I view sex is that it's not just a physical thing. There's, 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 well, there's often an, an emotional connection, mm. I guess. I don't know how you can have an emotional connection if you don't care about whether the other person's enjoying it or not. Well, I mean, mm. I, don't, I don't know if like that makes that. sense or not. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um, so have you ever had a long-term relationship, James? Uh, no, I haven't. I, do, I just always sort of worried about disappointing the other person, really. Oh, we're get, hopefully by the end of this you're going to have a new lease of life um, <laughs> what do you think we're not okay I know I'm making out we're like, not qualified <laughs> I never said we were <laughs> okay but sometimes it's just not because do you have anyone that you can talk to about this like I, I like do you have any friends that you've ever been able to discuss this with I'd never be able to discuss it with another man if I, if I was going to discuss it with anybody I'd have to be a woman just because i I think, I don't know if it's embarrassment or whether another man would have the same empathy that a woman would. I don't know. I never had anybody that I could talk to about it. But recently, because I've contacted a lot of kind of sex educators, particularly that work in the media, because I noticed a a lot of kind of clinical sexologists and, and sex therapists actually body shame small penises on their social media. There is one lady in particular, I don't one name of it she's been really um very empathetic and and kind and helpful oh that's good that is a positive because because she's she recognizes that there's a problem and, and she's really um just been i don't know just kind of like helpful on a, on a emotional level if that makes sense yeah not that i like to burden her too much but, <laughs> but we've just like like exchanged you know a few emails here and there and it's been nice because I, because like I, I have seen a lot of um sex educators like like sex therapists that the body shame small penises on their social media so it's been nice to kind of yeah make a connection with somebody that doesn't do that but who does know what they're talking about <laughs> could you um talk a little bit about that because i think i think it's really interesting what we've spoken about before about like how sex positivity is all very much like size doesn't matter why are we kind of body shaming yeah. anybody and then in the same breath people make 
kind of throw away what they think are throwaway comments about penis size, things like small dick energy you'll see people say on Twitter all the yeah. time. And maybe they don't realise they're like also body shaming when they do that. So what, mm, what yeah, kinds it, of things do you see online that affect you? I see all sorts. Um, at, at, the, at the lesser end of it is, is the jokes. There's people making a joke about small penises and they maybe don't mean to offend. But on the more hurtful, I mean, they, they, the jokes can be hurtful, but on the more hurtful end of it is when, peop, is when um, you see people, especially people that are, sec, that are kind of branding themselves as sex positive or body positive, and, and they will say often quite savage things. I mean, I mean um, there's a, a high-profile, I won't give names, but there's a high-profile sexologist in America who's also a TED speaker, and she's not only a sexologist, she's actually a sex therapist as well, so she's done both jobs. She said things on her social media like, I don't date men with small hands, small brains, or small penises. And I take that as not even a joke. That's, mm. I don't even know why she mm. would, would say that. <laughs> it can be even more... It's, it's things like that. It, you kind of think, okay, you're entitled to your opinion, and, and obviously everybody I respect that there is a hugely common preference to not like small penises, but I don't know why, they, why people feel the need to verbalise it, like what, what, what that adds to anything. Um, and with regards to a kind of body positivity movements, it is a massive blind spot because they'll, people are, they'll speak out against uh, all different kinds of body shaming, but they'll often use small penises in the act of speaking out against body shaming as, as though mm. as though they don't recognise that that's mm. body shaming. It's like penis is a fair game. <laughs> yeah, somehow. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I know you can't compare, but if, if that if that sexologist had written something about I don't date women with small boobs, everyone would be like, what the fuck? That's so, that's so judgmental. I know it's, you know, it's not yeah. the same. Like there's a lot of gen- like gender politics around it, but... Yeah, yeah. Because I was, I was, you know, working on an article about it at one point, and I'd done so much research that I found, to, I managed to find twenty high-profile sex educators working in the media that have body shamed small penises on on their social media, mm. and it's actually more, in my estimation, I might be wrong, but it's, my estimation is that it's more than half, and it just blows my mind. Yeah. Because those be people have a responsibility to their audiences to kind of yeah. be inclusive and progressive. Mm. And what is, is strange is that some of these people have themselves written articles saying that size doesn't matter, but then they contradict yeah. themselves. <laughs> yeah, that's why it's so important, I guess, this conversation, the fact you're speaking out, James, because yeah. it's only with people pointing that out um, that you kind of, you realise... Because I've written things because... Being bigger, I've written things for Cosmo and said how I've been around like my friends who have made comments about fat people. And yeah. you sit there and you're like, hello. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I think um, I had reactions from my friends that said when they read that, they they apologised to me because they'd never thought of it in that way. And I oh, really? I yeah. think it's, it's kind of that like education of people because for you, you instantly, as soon as someone says that, that's yeah. just horrible to hear. And it's... I'm sure if they knew that, they wouldn't do it. Mm. Yeah, I I mean, I'd like to to hope so. I mean, Um, not everyone. Some people are awful. But I like to think the majority, Mm. um, if they knew how hurtful those comments were. Yeah, I'd I'd, I'd hope so. I mean, I think think some people do it because, 
as you kind of just alluded to, that they're not really thinking and they're not necessarily meaning to be hurtful. And then there are those that just don't care. I, I don't really know what the percentage is either way. Hmm. I mean, like I said, a sexologist, say, you know, going back a bit, um, she shared a meme on Instagram and it had a husband and a wife who just got married and they'd waited till they got married to have sex. And the woman in the meme, the woman says something like, oh, I waited all this time for three inches. And the sexologist not only shared the meme, but, but she said, nobody wants, uh, nobody has got time for a small penis. Nobody's got time for three inches. And, and Wow. And that's someone you're looking to for, like, to help you. Mm. Yeah. And, and yeah. I, it also fascinates me a little bit because, um, especially when it's sex therapists, because... One of the things that I've read is that is that one of the most common concerns the sex therapist gets from men is about penis size. Mm. Um, because <laughs> even men that have got average penises often think they've got small when they haven't. Mm. So what fascinates me is that when a sex therapist says something derogatory like that, what do they say to men when they go to them with a concern about a small penis? So yeah. do they then mock them to their face or do they contradict themselves it kind of fascinates me yeah, yeah because it, it must have such um, an impact on people's like you say on your confidence on yeah because the thing is um, it is like another layer because I often see a lot of people high profile people not only women men do it as well but it does especially hurt me when I see women do it I think maybe because I'm heterosexual but when you so when you see like a pop star do it that's hurtful but when you see sex educator do it somehow it hurts me even more because i'm thinking well these guys actually know what they're talking about so yeah yeah um yeah james how should i'm trying to word this right how should like someone react when they see a small penis for the first time like for you what would be the best reaction you'd receive would you like um like your partner to to not acknowledge it at all would like what do you think is the best way I guess, I guess if it was me, um, it's a good question actually. Maybe just like if if it, I could, like if if I can understand why it might come as a shock, especially if they haven't experienced a partner who's got a small penis before. But if it came as a shock to the person, if they if they could somehow kind of hide the shock, but if but mm. obviously they're going to want to know, you know, what do I do with this? Then. I'd be I'd be fine if they if they just like asked me or just spoke to me and just said okay and I don't have much experience or I haven't had any experience with a guy that I don't know I don't know trying to think of the best way of putting it. like I, I guess just just like they can talk to me about it and and just ask I could do not because I even even I don't know if I'm explaining myself very well but I mean I'm even now even now thinking that in that situation I'd be caring more about what would make them happy yeah. i guess then um, it's like communication what we were so like, like just yeah. asking yeah. what what do you like how can i yeah yeah um yeah, just just communication like they like they don't have to i wouldn't expect them to kind of ignore it or, or pretend that it's big or pretend that it's average because i know it's small so there's no point there's no point you know the other person pretending it's not small but just to just be a little bit kind of um considerate with regards to the reaction i suppose yeah if that makes sense like if i if i if i was to um be surprised about somebody's body and something i can't even think in what way i would be surprised but if i was surprised i would keep it within me and Mm -hmm. like i wouldn't i wouldn't show it if you see what i mean yeah like don't recoil like if i took off my bra and they're like your boobs are saggy shit (laughs) exactly you you just 
you wouldn't. <laughs> What's like one thing you really want people to know about small penises then, like the one takeaway? I guess just, just to remember that there's a person attached to it. There's a lot of there's a lot of other things there's other things that people can do um, to make sex enjoyable. Even if you don't like a small penis and, and if it is a deal breaker, just to be kind about it, you know, and, and just I think some things just don't need saying, you know, like like you might think something but it doesn't always add something to necessarily verbalise it. Mm. I think there's like tolerance and kindness, I think. I think that's I'm not I'm not even asking for acceptance actually. Just just like kind of just asking people just to not be unkind. <laughs> just human decency, you know? Oh, James. Yes, yeah. yeah. Thank you so much for being so candid with us. Yeah, thank okay. you. Thanks. Really appreciate your time. I actually feel a bit sad after that. Sad about the state of humanity? Yeah, just oh, I just feel a bit sad for James. Um, just in the sense of, like, he's obviously such a kind... Mm-hmm. man and it's just so sad that he just want like he said he just wants kindness mm-hmm. just oh it just made me feel really sad do you think it's interesting the kind the stuff about how like obviously body positivity is a huge thing but it's just like he called it a blind spot so true like it's, it's so it's, true because yeah. i was thinking like I've made small penis jokes. Like, I, I don't know anyone that hasn't made a small penis joke. Exactly. I I did it definitely before I understood and spoke to people like James, like even passing comments. Like when, when you know, men have been aggressive to me on the internet, for example, or trolled me, I've been like, oh God, sm- he's got small dick yeah. energy. It's like, it's got nothing to do with dick size. Masculinity and penis size are not the same thing. And like, they're often conflated and I don't know. I, th- I like to think that people like us and actually the majority of people are just doing it in a thoughtless way. And we haven't really in the past considered what we're actually saying. Yeah, because honestly, make- I was thinking that when James was talking, I was like, I'm not going to make small penis jokes anymore. Oh um, my God, no. Just because I think that's a thing. You don't think about it and what that makes him feel like. Mm-hmm, exactly. Yeah, I just hope that he he can meet someone because he would be such a good partner. The fact that he's done so much research mm-hmm. and I definitely think that is something in terms of the sector experts he was saying that are sharing those kind of things, which mm-hmm. I totally agree that that would be more hurtful because that is a like professional. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. Like they're the people that are meant to help you and they're also poking fun at you. Yeah. Like the one space that should be safe should be that space. Yeah. And it's not. Um, also, I don't see what's not to like about being gone down on and then being bought some after eights. Like, that is my dream scenario. <laughs> and any woman Imagine. would be lucky to have that. Exactly. And also the point, I can't remember if you or I think James made it, that um most like women don't even orgasm from penetration. I was literally exactly. talking with my friends about this at the weekend and we were saying that like it was only like now we're all more open about sex with one another that we're all like yeah actually never like two of my friends never have orgasmed from penetration Mm. so what so why is it even a big deal exactly because sex is so penis centric and the whole idea of shaming people for their penis size just ties into that narrative doesn't it that it's all about shoving it in when it ain't (laughs) oh shoving it in well well, Give me a gob job and some chocolates any uh, day. Okay, I'm going to end okay. now. Okay. <laughs>
this brings us to the end of this episode of cosmopolitans all the way with thanks to james for joining us and to you for listening if you have any sex questions or dating dilemmas message us on twitter or instagram at cosmopolitan uk cosmopolitans all the way with was recorded by number eight studios remotely and is available to download on all the usual podcast apps planning for your next trip Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 